Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How appropriate is this? It's Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. My name is Bo Matthews, and we have a special guest host today. And is it me? Some big no, no, no. You, you're just always here. Oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> we have uh, some news we're going to break here in just a moment. If you haven't already heard it, uh, but I would like to uh, introduce everybody that wakes up to this man every morning on 97.1. It's Mark Cox. And how are you, sir? I'm doing great, Bo, and honored to be in here with you, my friend. Thank you. I'll tell you what. I think I'm the one that's honored because <laughs> I was a fan of your TV work. And, uh, and you know, I know you probably better than any other media person in this town, and I don't know anybody. So, seriously, that's true. Well, thank you for saying that. I, it's an honor to be here. It really is. Carl, thank you for the great music there. You're welcome. I know, gets I know me rocking. Like the shoot to thrill, I like to use the oh, themes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's on his mark. Uh, uh, mark. Yeah, he's on his mark. He's uh, mark. Well done. You're like the only celebrity in St. Louis that I have a cell phone number to, so that's why I've been blowing your phone up. Um, but there's some history to this very show and you, in a boardroom somewhere a few years ago, uh, Mark Cox says, hey, I got an idea, right? I did. I said, we, we need to do something that, that centers around the Second Amendment. On my show, I've been doing 2A Tuesday forever. Yeah. And Even when you're doing afternoons. I, thank you. We, we've been doing 2A Tuesday for years now. And I said, we, we could dedicate a good hour to this, this subject. People love... The shooting sports, they love hunting. They love to know that what's going on in the world because there are constant assaults to the Second Amendment. There are. So I was thrilled when you guys were able to get this thing rolling. Well, it was fantastic. And when I came in about 14 months ago uh, to be a co host with Tony Colombo, uh, Who has was, not passed away, by it the was, way. No, 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 he's fine. He's fine. He was still... <laughs> we were talking about him in the past. <laughs> it was still titled Second Amendment Radio, and when I came on board, the idea came up to expand the show idea to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, which that opens up all kinds of conversations, uh, RVing, camping, hiking, 
hunting, every everything. So I think it's I think it's dovetailed it nicely into a, a pretty good show. I'm glad, I'm glad I listen all the time and yeah, just happy to be part of it today. So what is yeah, what first. is your uh, take on? Uh, let's go right in. Well, should we say? Let's just say right. this up front. Uh, Tony Colombo, actually, uh, I'm really proud of the guy. But uh, he, he did what we should have all done. <laughs> yeah, right. Twenty years ago, uh, he made an announcement uh, on the Dave Glover show that uh, he was going to hang up his head his headphones. Um, not forever, maybe, uh, but at this point, he's, he's taking gonna, a step back. Yeah, he's going to take a step back, take a breath. I actually took a breath, uh, unbeknownst to me, uh, for about three years, and it was a wonderful thing um, because you got you know you get wrapped up in daily stuff. I mean, you know, when do you, when do you get wrapped? You get perspective, I, I, maybe occasionally on the weekends. Sometimes, maybe, maybe right? sometimes, sometimes. But, yeah. but it's always in there. So anyway, Tony says uh, he's got a, a, a family company that he's going to work for, printing company, uh, printing company, and uh, I've already offered my endorsement services. To, no, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> no, was, he'd do it. Himself. It's too soon. It's too soon. <laughs> too soon. But. Um, but he is beloved by uh, the DGS followers. He's been around, um, and I, I'm, I'm just, I'm actually very proud of him uh, because. Everybody needs to take a break. And yes. this week on the podcast exclusive, you will hear from Tony yep. give his farewell, so to speak. Yeah. So that comes out on Monday. This is great. So, Mark, in case you don't know this, but you probably have because you listen to the show, every week the podcast comes out before the show airs. The show airs on 97.1 on Saturdays and KMOX on Sundays. But if you f- subscribe to the podcast on the Odyssey app, you can get it Friday morning at 9 o'clock yeah. before the show airs anywhere. And well, a lot of people traveling. The idea, I think, behind that is people going hunting, hunting. or fishing. They can sure. take it with them. It, it, you know, get a notification from Odyssey app. It's uh, it's really easy. And then the podcast exclusive uh, comes out on nine. Mondays. And usually you know, we have uh, some... Uh, I wouldn't say no. some. <laughs> Usually, it's we've run out of time to talk to our guests. <laughs> well, that is true. That is, and true. then we do that. But this week, it's going to be just me and Tony because Tony and I was Tony's first producer, and then Chad came in, mm-hmm. and then Chad left, and then I came back. So because it was Tony and Aaron, because it was nothing but it was nothing but two A. Right, and and, and I, again, it's very important uh, the SAPA bill or SAPA bill, however you want to say it. How do you say it? <laughs> How are you saying it, Mark? SAPA. Uh, I've always SAPA. called it SAPA. I, I talked to I talked to some guys a couple of weeks ago. One of the ago. authors. Yeah, and he he said SAPA, and I'm like, okay, whatever. Okay. You, uh, same thing though. Um, uh, so what what uh, what's on the top of your mind when it comes to that or anything else? Uh, well, law you related? know, importantly, when the governor's going to sign it because yeah. he's got the bill. <laughs> it's been two weeks. Yeah, I know it's been a couple of weeks, and and there's not been a lot of action out of out of um from the governor i've heard no veto talk don't get me wrong i don't think that he's gonna i don't have any reason to think that there's a veto pending we're just waiting to see what action he's gonna take i would hope he's gonna die if he doesn't sign it no no i think you could pocket veto it probably by not signing it uh, then it would have to. Get, then they could go back and try to override, override it. it. I don't have any reason to think he's going to do that. Well, they have enough votes to override it. They have a supermajority. Yeah. Now, yeah. can he send? And, and, and I don't know. You probably do. Can he send it back and say it needs this revision or that he revision? Could. Okay. He could. He but, but I think again that would effectively kill it since the session's over. He'd almost have to call a special session to get him back in. Let, let's hope it doesn't go that far. Right. This is common well, sense legislation. Gonna, didn't Nick Shore say they're going to have a special session though? The, they will, but it has to be called for a specific reason. I doubt if it's going to be. Sapa. Okay. They might expand it to that. It's probably going to be dealing with Medicare or uh, Medicaid issues. Would be my guess. Right. Uh, and other budget issues, uh, medical funding issues. But it, 
let, let's just say at this point, the Second Amendment Preservation Act needs to be signed. Missouri's going to be, I think, what, roughly half the states, something like that? Uh, 30 states, I think, about... Is it that much? I, I think I heard 17 a few weeks ago, but I okay. don't know for but sure. Ke- it keeps going up. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it, it is because what? we're seeing what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and and in, when it comes to firearms, are you more of a hunter, uh, sport shooting, or home security, or uh, personal b- security? All three. Oh, good, I good. check all three boxes. I love to go hunting, but primarily I love bird hunting. I go deer hunting. I've been turkey hunting, all that stuff, uh, duck hunting. Um Conceal care, big conceal carry guy. Uh, attend classes at the 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 range all the time. The range, St. Louis West, and um, and it just you know it it's just part of me. You it has can been never, for years. You can never train enough. And no. uh, I'll share a story with you. Maybe you heard it a couple of weeks ago. But a friend of mine, his wife carries a pistol in her purse legally. You know, conceal carry. I said, how often do you practice deploying that from your purse? He goes, oh, I've never done that. I'm like, <laughs> get rid of it. Take it out, give it to your husband, put lock it up, because that is the worst, most dangerous thing. Hold on. Let me get me my wallet so I can give it to you. Oh, here's my weapon. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. No. You need to practice that. I've learned from law enforcement that uh, when, when it goes down, you resort back to your lowest level of training. Uh, you might have heard that before. But practice. And I've been doing it more. Since I had that conversation with her, I'm like, okay, i got to eat my own words here. I've got to start practicing. It's funny. I took I took advanced concealed carry uh a course at the range opened my eyes to a lot of that stuff right and then bo you're going to get a kick out of this earlier bo sends me video of the bear (laughs) in yellowstone right that that comes charging (laughs) this 300 400 pound bear comes charging at a at a ranger incredibly quickly in my opinion to move that much weight if you've never seen one in person and i'm and I went to uh, Montana last year, and before I left, I got myself a Glock 20, 10 millimeter, because I was told that's the weapon you want to have because you got plenty of rounds to spare if you encounter a problem. Yeah, yeah. but usually the sound just scares them away. <laughs> I'm looking no. at this thing, and I'm thinking, in the heat of the moment, would I have my wits about me to get the gun out in time to aim it? to take care of the problem right. and it all comes down to training you're right, absolutely right about that it is it's a yeah. scary thing but you said you're planning to go up uh to the great wild west again this year go going camping this year we're going to we're going to to glacier and we're going to yellowstone Good both we're you. going to be camping well so. i just i just went to tremont my daughter when she was in middle school she went to tremont at the camp and the girl spent a whole week there and she never asks to go anywhere she she's like hey when we drive down to, we were going to Hilton Head, and she said, hey, when we drive down, she knows that we drive through Tennessee to get there. And she says, hey, can we go to Tremont again? And I said, you realize that when we drive through Tennessee, Tennessee's really wide. <laughs> it's really and, long. And the Smoky Mountains are on one side, and Nashville is on the other side. And she's oh, she she doesn't know she that. She's care. a teenager. Right. And so we went out of our way to go to Tremont, and we hiked in the Great Smoky Mountains, and there's this little creek there that we had to do a two-mile hike to get there, even though I noticed that there was a road right next to this hike. <laughs> yeah, right? Parking area. <laughs> That's, exactly. And so we go there, and then I slipped on a rock, and my watch told me, hey, it seems you have fallen. Are you okay? Which was great. Oh, wow. And it was it was a wonderful thing, and she got in the water, and it was freezing, and there were a lot of people there that made the two-mile hike. And if you have not been to the Great Smoky Mountains, that's close. I mean, it's the other side of Tennessee, and Dollywood is right there. Sure, sure. And so 
if you want to, I mean, of course, we have wonderful th- places in Missouri, but if you want to go out to Tennessee and hike and camp and do all this, thing, Great Smoky Mountains, it's it's one of the biggest mountain ranges in our in. And, it covers several and, states. And trust me when I tell you that that seven or eight hour drive beats the hell out of the 28 hour drive to Montana. Can yeah, I tell oh, you I'm that? sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I you know the West well. I started radio in <laughs> Gillette, Wyoming, if you know that. There you go. Yeah. Uh, a little boom town. So it's good. A good advice is to make sure you have your Apple Watch because Captain Obvious lives in it. <laughs> Hey, Sorry, you've, you've fallen, fallen down. <laughs> now, now, Mark, when you when you go out west, you said camping. Are we tenting? Are we RVing? No, no. glamping. We, we got a pool camper. We're, we're, we're glamping, so to speak. No. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Um, yeah, Michelle doesn't like Michelle. Do well, I don't know. I mean. I do, with wildlife and everything, the girls are just more comfortable in a hard shell camper. So and that's you what have we're a doing. you have a little one too. Well, She's teenager, teenager. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you got to you got to be careful. I mean, even <laughs> around here, as we saw in Wentzville, the yeah. bear's still on the loose up there. Mm-hmm. And the video that I shared with you about the one out uh, out west, Yellowstone, Yellowstone. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just proves these are not cuddly. You, oh, do, no. you do not approach because if you see them in your neighborhood, you think, "Oh, let's get a selfie." You know, people are going to do that. Uh-huh. Best video of the week is the girl knocking the bear off the wall, trying With to the, save her dog. In Have you Cal- seen that? California, no. California, yeah. it's two little cubs and the mom, and then four dogs run out after the bear, and then the teenage girl pushes the bear over, which is really not smart. Not smart. <laughs> she pushed the bear over the fence. Bear, of course, gets right back up, and oh, she grabs her littlest dog and runs in the house. Wow. Yeah, no, it's it, it's crazy. We just had a beaver show up on our property, and we haven't seen one in fifteen years. Wow! And I'm like, because we got a little pond, and I'm like, where did a, a beaver... pond with no catfish? Let's in stop it. it. A a, so, a solo <laughs> beaver. I thought they were building dens for their family, or what? Maybe they're bringing a family. I don't could, know. Could but... be. He's, he's the advanced party. <laughs> yeah, he's the tip of the spear. He's the advanced beaver you who's know, come to seek things out. Since we're talking about the great outdoors, Bo. Yes, we are. There is something that we should mention whenever we mention the great outdoors. Oh, yeah. That's our that's our next that's our guest after the night. In our third segment, yeah. we're going to have Razorback. And Mark, Army. we do have uh, two special guests. Uh, you know Virginia Cruda very well. Love her. She's uh, smart. She's going to join us next. Jesse Rolfs from Razorback Armory, which is the sponsor of this segment uh, because they are St. Louis County's premier gun store catering to gun enthusiasts their second amendment rights you just want to go talk second amendment go on in there uh and the crew will definitely help you find what you need and if you want to just talk about the second amendment where the sapa bill is whatever you want to talk about uh they they're glad to help you check them out online at razorbackarmory.com they're getting their online shopping going which has been a beast to uh, get done but uh, real proud of the guys at razorback armory so are we breaking let's take a break and call virginia let's do that virginia cruda is coming up from the daily caller mark cox our guest host today on second amendment radio on the great outdoors Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. My name is Bo Matthews, along with our guest host, and maybe more, you never know, Mark Cox. Thanks for joining us on the program. Glad I could be here today. What a thrill. One of the originators of the idea of this show. So if you're a Second Amendment supporter, you can thank that guy for doing that. <laughs> this second segment is brought to you by Chuck's Boots Superstores in Fenton and St. Peter's, and now online shopping at chucksboots.com. If you haven't been in a long time, you need to go in there. I'm always amazed. There's 100,000 pairs of of boots. Love that place. I bought a pair of boots out there. I need to go get some more. Thank you, Bo. <laughs> you didn't wear them it's out. Good during, reminder. You didn't wear you didn't wear them out during COVID though, did you? No, I don't I, I don't I didn't go much you of didn't anywhere go during COVID. <laughs> Wore out my sweatpants no. and my slippers. <laughs> uh, so uh, we've got uh, a guest that's been on the show quite a bit and maybe on your show too. I don't know. Do you get her on your She's show? She's on my show all the time. Absolutely. From the Daily Caller, please welcome Virginia Cruda. She is a girl with a gun and how are you, ma'am? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. Doing hey, well. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go outside the box a little bit. So we're gonna we're gonna ask some different questions. But uh, we have one question. Checking out the dailycaller.com. It looks like you've been surfing around on the mainstream media uh, news outlets. What are you finding? Oh my goodness. Um, well, all of a the sudden they've discovered this new possibility that uh, COVID might have leaked from a lab. What? No. Um, huh? <laughs> I know. It's like. It, it's they've come up with this on their own, and it's great. It's fantastic to see the media actually really doing some research and digging into us. Oh wait, no, no, no. Trump said this what a year ago. Yeah. Tom Cotton said this a year ago. Ted Cruz said this a year ago, and they're like, no, no, you're crazy. That's been debunked. Do you think and now if all it's... of a sudden now that it looks like they can't get away from it, it's yeah. like they've come up with this brand new idea. Do you think if it's proven that it was released intentionally, even do you think there would be any justice for war crimes, and how would that look? Um, well, you know, it's going to be interesting. And Greg Gutfeld brought this up um, earlier in the week. He said. If it turns out that the U.S. had any hand in funding the gain-of-function research, how do we then sue China for using that gain-of-function research? And that, you know, it, it, it gets sticky if, if there are um, U.S. fingerprints on, um, on the money that made this happen. Well, now, to be fair, if, now, that, that's if it happened accidentally, like if it was just carelessness. And now, if they released it on purpose, and they can prove that the people funding it had no idea that they were going to do that, then that becomes different. Now, if you're giving money to China and China is not letting you look at the labs, what do you think they're going to do? I mean, let's let's be. It it's, it goes back to uh, something else Gutfeld said like a week ago. You know, when when an explosion goes off in a small town, maybe you go to the bomb factory first, not the ice cream shop. You know, wow. it's a good is, point. It's not complicated. You know, if if this is if we know China is going to be dishonest in their dealings with us, and we we've known that for years. Um, we know that they're doing dangerous research. One, why would we fund it? 
Why is it being done? Is my what, why? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, Fauci acknowledged that at some point he he supported yeah. gain of function research because he and he thought the the the, the, the benefits outweighed the the risk. And now and we know he that he may not be wrong. He right, may not be wrong right, about that right. as, as far as in in certain cases. Because on the one hand, you do want to know, especially if you're doing it in a United States lab where we can control the regulatory process. We can control, you know, who's allowed into this lab. We can control, you know, you know, there, there are a certain number of things that are outside of our control when the experiments are being done in China, because we know the reputation of U.S. labs to be higher than the reputation of the lab. Have you heard this theory that they actually go to the, they go to the forest and they get these weird animals, you know, the bats or whatever, yeah. and they bring them back and they they find out how they can like uh, de-engineer them or, or you know do this kind of work. Right. Reverse engineering. And, Reverse engineering. And you want you. you want to do that to a degree because we want to know if China has the capability to release a bioweapon. We want to understand how we can fight it. And sometimes gain-of-function research is the only way to do that. So to support gain-of-function research on its own is one thing. To support it being done in China where we don't have eyeballs on it is another. Well, and how many people, I guess my ultimately my question is, about this always is, what's the population of China? Three billion, something like that? about ready to be more. How do they end up with fewer, so many fewer deaths than the rest of the world if it started there, except for the fact that they knew about it in advance and they didn't warn anybody and they shut down Wuhan and they didn't let people travel in and out of there to other parts of China. So well, there are questions lied. for a criminal court at some point. Oh, I agree. But that that and, and they lied. Yes. I, I mean, I don't, yes. I don't think there's any any question that the number of deaths due to covid in China is astronomically higher than what they published. Oh, I'm sure it probably but, is. But who would be the, the the judicial system for that? Would it be the you, United Nations? You'd need you'd need almost the equivalent of a Nuremberg trial to do yeah, something do. like that. Wow. And I don't think you'd get the political will from the no. UN, UN to ever do that. No. Never. And the problem is that no one else really in the UN has the power to hold China to no. account other than the United States. And we have a president who is not interested in doing that. That is true. Hey, I uh, do want to mention 33% of people in a, a recent survey uh, given by the CDC think the information given by the CDC is completely untrustworthy uh, compared to 23% <laughs> in July of 2020. It's taken a year to figure that out. Uh, let's switch gears here, Virginia. You are a mom. You are military. You are a gun-toting woman. Uh, what do you like to do when you are not at your keyboard and, and on radio shows like this? What do you mean? How do you like, get away? How do you relax? Um, well, actually, I'm kind of a beach bum, you know, so, that counts. which is which is really funny because I live in the middle of the country. But yeah. so, so whenever whenever I can get away, you know, we have our. Um, I grew up actually outside of Philadelphia, and so for us, it was a two hour drive to the southern Jersey Shore near near Atlantic City, but more of a family oriented kind of place. Sure. And so we still we still make the drive all the way there. Um, wow. From here, here to New Jersey, uh-huh. you're, you're trying to separate um, yourself from that Jersey Shore show that was on MTV <laughs> a few years yeah, ago, it's right? Not, it's not North Jersey, like near New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I've yeah, been there. It's, it's beautiful. Not at all. Beautiful. It's, it's Cape May. Um, it's about ten minutes from Atlantic City, and it's just that the, the island that we go to is it's called Ocean City, and there's no like you can't even buy alcohol on the island. You got to drive it on if you want it. Um, 
So we'll be there, um, I think, the week of July 4th this year. I think this is important um, to talk about because, you know, you're yeah. in the news all the time. You're talking. You're creating yeah. stories. Not creating, but reporting on stories. And I just think it's good to <laughs> yeah, look. You don't want to be the story. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good to look beyond, you know, the, the curtain and find yeah. out, hey, what, what makes this woman tick? The beach? I love the beach. Um, yeah. You know, um, Mark well, likes going. I grew going, up on it. Mark like going. He, he's going there. camping out west. Uh, have you ever done that? Um, not, a, not a lot. We were not big campers. The, the last time I really remember camping, I was probably about six years old and, uh, my parents took us to Ithaca, uh, upstate New York, um, which is actually where I was born. Um, my dad was getting his master's at Cornell, uh, finishing up when I was, when I was born. And so we went camping and swimming in the lakes, yeah. which were, I don't recommend because they're very <laughs> it's cold. It's cold, y'all bet. Um, <laughs> very very cold this is even in like july and august they're freezing oh yeah my but, wife's from know, upstate. upstate new york yep, yep. but it's it's very a very pretty area so i can remember camping there and i can remember doing like girl scout camp outs when i was in you know junior high i i actually remember we, <laughs> not really related to covid but um we've one of the girls at, at the the camp freaked out because she thought there was a giant hairy spider in the in the tent and i went to look at it and i'm like <laughs> that's a bat. Oh. She's like, oh, well, that's not better. <laughs> so what? What did? So I have to ask then, if you spent your time at the beach growing up, uh, what you you eventually entered the military? What what yeah. sparked your interest in in firearms? For me, it's always been a liberty issue. It's not, and people people say all the time, you know, why do you need an AR-15 or why do you need this? Why do you need a military weapon? And I'm like, no, no, you're asking the wrong question. It is not the right question to ask whether or not I need it. The right question is, who stands to gain by denying me access to it? That's awesome. That's the question that you need to ask. So for me, it's always been a liberty thing. You know, I, I spent uh, 10 years in the military because it's kind of kind of a family tradition. My, my dad was, was Army. His dad was Army. My, my dad's brother went to Vietnam in 1968. My mom's dad was Army Air Corps before it was the Air Force. And so it's kind of if you, and it, I even did part of my uh, pandemic uh, things to do to keep me from going crazy was I got on ancestry. I had done the DNA thing years ago, and I went in and I started actually building my family tree, and we found uh, four Revolutionary War soldiers all on the Union side. Wow, my family was in the Maryland and Pennsylvania. And then um, we found uh, five Revolutionary War soldiers. Yeah. One on my dad's side, one on my mom's. Good for you. And, uh, yeah, so it's just, I, you know, you go back and you look at all this stuff, and it's really, so it's really kind of been a part of, and this is completely off base, but if you go back even farther, uh, my family came over from Scotland, a lot of them. And so we had, a, you know, a lot of, a lot of family that was here in, in the continental U.S., you know, from 1650 on, so like one generation after the Mayflower, my family was here. Are you related and to Mel so, Gibson? No. <laughs> no. Is it, was um, it Macruda? So Freedom. <laughs> it was Okruda before they came. <laughs> yeah, over. right, right. No, no, no. This is and this is this is my dad's family. So, yes. um, this is the the green plate side of my family, and the um and uh, uh, my his mother's maiden name was Morris, and so that you can tell that's English. And, and anyway, they go back way way back in in but i looked and my family who stayed behind in scotland a lot of them died on culloden moor which if you you know speaking of mel gibson william wallace the uh, scottish fight for independence 
So the ones who stayed behind fought for independence in Scotland, wow. and the rest of them fought here. That's awesome. It was wild. My, it's in the my, blood. My, my the one movie I will stop and watch every time if I stumble across it. On cable, is and it? that's that freedom scene is the worst <laughs> yeah. part of the movie. Well, I know, that's when everybody is, screams. Right? I'm like, wait a minute, that's when he dies. <laughs> I know, and I loses. know. Right, right. You, I'd rather, uh, you know, I I will watch that one, but the one that gets me every there are two movies that I will stop and watch no matter what, and one of them is The Patriot. Yes, and the other one is A Few Good Men. Ooh, a few good men. Absolutely. You have to get in the right spot, though. We Were Soldiers is also (laughs) great. Virginia, thank you so much for your time. We do appreciate it. And uh, we will talk more in the near future. We always appreciate what you do on The Daily Caller. So uh, on behalf of Mark and Carl, I thank you very much for being on Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. Anytime. We'll take a quick break. We're coming back with Jesse Rawls from Razorback Armory next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You can't do anything that you wish. He says you mean fish. Oh, yeah. Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. My name is Bo Matthews. Thanks to Mark Cox for joining me on the program this weekend. And uh, Carl Middleman, our producer. Pew, pew. And we want to make sure that you uh, listen to the podcast exclusive, which uh, drops on Monday. It'll be Tony talking about his uh, his career uh working with dgs and helping create second amendment radio which is why you know why we're here now and and probably why get more details on what he is thinking with this new you know he's changing lanes he's, he's <laughs> okay he what were you thinking he's healthy no no he's healthy people are concerned and, and you know what there are still emails that come in and say we want rush back seriously that, <laughs> Seriously. We want Rush from 15 years ago. Well, they had that. But anyway, so uh, uh, Tony Colombo will be on the podcast exclusive to share his story and his path and his, his dreams. But uh, right now, let's check in with Jess from uh, Razorback Armory, uh, one of my clients that I, I just love. They support my big dog's poker bash. By the way, Jess, we raised uh, final numbers Fifty, actually, north of fifty thousand dollars in one day at that poker game, and your shotgun was part of that reason we made that kind of money. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad we can support that. Glad we can help. And the good news is, is that it supports the Eureka Police Officer Support uh, Support Fund, and we don't have to probably wait a whole year to get it in because normally it's a February event. But Mark Cox is joining me on the show. Have you guys ever met you and the I, I don't believe we have, Jess. Good, good to meet no. you. Nice to meet you. Absolutely. Let's uh, let's talk about the most wanted. That sounds dangerous. The most <laughs> wanted accessories for an AR uh, that you have at uh, your store and. And really, is is a suppressor appropriate for an AR or no? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. It changes it changes your shooting experience night and day. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you're if you're on the range with your AR, you know, if you're new new gun owner or you know a seasoned gun owner, you know, and, and you're shooting an AR, the 
general experience is the same. You know, you pull the trigger and you get that muzzle blast, that flash concussion coming off the barrel and everything. Um, with the suppression, we deaden that. So we actually stop that muzzle blast and concussion, that kind of getting smacked in the face a little, little bit, if you will, um, push all that forward and then make it a, uh, with a suppressor, we call it hearing safe. So it's not oh. going to be silent. It's not going to be in the movies. It's not John Wick. You know, you just don't, you don't hear a little pew. But it makes all that go forward of you because the round's still going to pop sonic, but it makes it so much more pleasurable of a shooting experience, not only to you as a shooter, but anyone, you know, in your group, you know, to left or right of you or behind you. Yeah. Jess, what, what does it do to accuracy? Anything at all? Does it enhance it? Does it, is it, does it, is it the same? I've never tried that on my AR. Sure, sure. So technically, it doesn't change anything as far as the projectile flight path. But we say it does enhance the shooting experience because with that the unsuppressed muzzle blast coming off, people have a tendency to have like a little micro flinch, you know? Yeah, right. So when we take that away, we actually keep you a little bit steadier. So your second and third, your follow-up shots, you're not moving as much. Um, so suppression as a whole, we look at, it eats two-thirds of recoil. Well, two-thirds of recoil on a two twenty three isn't that much. No. But it is something. Two-thirds of recoil on like a .30-06 or a three oh eight or six five Creedmoor, that's significantly noticeable. So without that recoil coming back at you, it helps you on your follow-up shots also. And to parlay, so as far as increasing... Mm-hmm, uh, to, par- to parlay what Mark just said, does it also decrease the, the impact or the power or the flight? No. Not at no, all? Techni- no, we do not. So your feet, your muzzle blast, your feet per second, how fast that projectile is leaving your barrel, technically it doesn't change. It actually goes up, but it's not not really measurable. It's like a foot or two a second. Uh, it's not, you know, hundreds of feet per second. But uh, we do not detract from how fast the round is going. We don't detract from how the bullet is leaving. So nothing. it doesn't actually touch anything. We're just harvesting those gases. Jess, uh, you know, speaking of AR-15s, on my mm-hmm. show this week, I covered the David Chipman hearings with the in the United States Senate, and you know, I'm always mystified when when you get somebody who's who's been an ATF agent in the past, who who's worked for in the in most recently for a gun grabbing gun control group, mm-hmm. and they point blank ask him. What's your definition of an assault weapon, which he's gone on record wanting to ban, and he mm-hmm. can't explain it? That's because there's no such thing. But yeah. he dances around the issue. Uh, you, this must frustrate you more than it frustrates me. It does. I mean, you, I can have an assault fork. I can have an assault pencil. I can have an assault brick. It, it's the action of what you're doing with an item. So it doesn't, you know, we... You know, if someone if if someone stabs somebody, it's an assault knife. But if someone cuts a steak with it, you're just cutting your steak with a knife. I mean, you're not assaulting yeah. the steak. Yeah. Well, it depends on how you're eating. But um, it, the the that whole hearing and that line of questioning, and it just shows the the people that are trying to regulate the gun industry. And that honestly, I mean, they have no clue. They don't have a they don't have a real grasp on, you know, what they're trying to regulate. You know, are you going to ban this? Yes. Well, why are you banning it? Because I said I was going to ban it, or someone told me to ban it. You know, they don't they don't have a good grasp on the on the reasoning. They, they can't give you a solid, you know, uh, ABC trail of this is why we're doing this. And, yeah, and didn't they, very Jess, didn't they also widen the uh, description of weapons of war? Uh, to now not only long guns but now pistols with uh, with magazines uh, that are you know can, can hold multiple shells. Did did you hear that in the same hearing? I've 
I've been, I, I don't, I don't personally have the full set of what's what they've done. I've heard different snippets, whether it's a hundred percent factual or not, but I've heard that. Yes. That well, yeah, they're, they're trying to do anything that takes a high capacity magazine. Right. That's it. That, that was his initial answer to that question, which was kind of frightening. Rand Paul asked him that yeah. question. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, I believe Ted Cruz might have asked him that same question in a different way. Senator Kennedy went back at him over it. He tried to quote some some regulation at the ATF that described an assault weapon as as any long gun that took a detachable magazine. Yeah. It was baffling yeah. to listen to his answer. Anything above a twenty two? Are you kidding me? I mean, yeah. the the most popular American sporting rifles would all be lumped into this one category. And handguns, mm-hmm. too. Well, it would. Now, he, he clarified yeah. that he was talking about long guns. But you don't have to go very far down that path. I remember when Lida Krusen used to be an older woman here in the city. She introduced a an assault weapon, so-called assault weapons ban to the city. I read through this thing. Looked like an elementary school kid took down an encyclopedia and started trying to write down definitions of what things were. Sure. But it included every kind of gun you could imagine. It was outrageous. It never would have gone anywhere. And fortunately, it didn't. But this is the problem you have when you put an activist in charge of the ATF. Jess, maybe you can comment on that. And the, the, Through regulations, the ATF can make your life hell if they want to, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, they can, they can, regu- they can, they can absolutely do that. They can regulate and make it a much harder process for individuals to purchase, for dealers to sell. And but what they're doing, you know, they're they're all about fighting crime and they're they're saving the children, however they want to spin it. But what they what they don't do is, by definition, someone who breaks the law, who is a non-law-abiding citizen, is not going to adhere to or obey to these laws. You're only punishing law-abiding citizens who do everything the right way, who buy their guns through gun dealers, who do background checks, who you know have have keep kept basically kept their nose clean, not committed felonies, not done anything to preserve their Second Amendment right to buy a gun. Now, you want to infringe upon that because someone who didn't obey the law didn't do things the right way, which is a absolutely asinine way of, of regulating, regis- you know, do, doing all those things that they want to do, but it doesn't fix the problem. It just keeps you as a law-abiding citizen from being able to, you know, do have your Second Amendment rights basically infringed upon. And what better way to let the bad guys have more freedom to roam sure. uh, than uh, than not replacing 90 police officers in the city of St. Louis, where oh, a lot yeah. of the bad guys originate from. Uh, and, and everybody, it's just crazy. But let's think differently. Just let, let's mm-hmm. think opposite, because when I heard Joe Biden talk about ghost guns about a month and a half, month and a half ago or a month ago. You wanted one. Well, no, it, it was an, it, to me, it sounded like an advertisement. I got mm-hmm. scared. Yeah. Okay. I mean, ghosts. Oh, ghosts. Who wants to deal with yep. ghosts? <laughs> Absolutely. So my point is, if we think opposite of what they're saying, you know, they're, they're scrutinizing these weapons of war, these high-capacity magazines, let's think in a dark, dark world that maybe they want more guns to be out there? The Democrats, possibly? The, the liberals? Could, could it possibly be? You saw the article that came out this week, more weapons were sold in the last year and a half than ever. Right, yeah. right, but but in a in a weird because everything's upside down, right? Good is bad, bad is good. It, it's I don't know. It, 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 it like I said when when Joe Biden, President Biden said, uh, you know, ban gu- ghost guns. I, I just thought, man, it just sounded like he was advertising. If you wanted to get a ghost gun, get it now. That's the time, yeah. right there. Yeah. 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 So overall, Jess at Razorback and and your buddies that own other stores, uh, sales still going strong. 
Oh, sales are sales are going great. Um, I mean, every we're still on par for a fairly. Not, I don't know if we're going to beat last year, but we're on par for a, a very close to it. Um, and I think, like you said, yeah, when when people start talking about banning, when people start talking about you can't have something, then people run out because they want it. Sure. You know, they they figure it's going to go away. Um, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, the, the, the rules that they're proposing and, and how they're going about that is really insane. And the, 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 the factual numbers, so they, they use like a 30 percent, uh, 30% of firearms recovered by law enforcement, I think was their, their, their kind of their catalyst for that. Um, that's a California number. It's not a, it's not a national number. And the reason being is in California, there's only certain guns you're allowed to have. They've had incredibly restrictive gun laws. But if you build a gun in California, if what they're calling a ghost gun, you actually get a receiver, you drill it out, you build it, you're, it's a gray area where you could have that gun. So a lot of people do that out there, much yeah. more than, than here in St. Louis or Missouri or any other state, because that's the only way they can get, quote unquote, cooler guns or newer guns, you know, something that they want. So when it says it recovered, it doesn't mean it was used in the commission of a crime. Doesn't mean it was a murder. It could be, it could be found, lost, stolen any way that it gets in the hands of law enforcement. Okay, be a you know criminal activity or you know it somebody left their car unlocked and it got stolen and then it was found in the street. So you know some way they got that into their hands. They say thirty percent of the guns that they're finding are quote unquote ghost guns are are non basically not serialized firearms but weren't defaced. It wasn't a, a gun that had a serial number on that someone scratched off. And then they take that number and say thirty percent is way too much. We need to we need to fix this problem nationally. Well it's not a national problem, it's a California problem. Right. Yeah, one I know, of the most I, restrictive gun laws ever. I know a lot of people yeah. with guns. I don't know anybody that's built one. I mean I just don't think it's that common. I really don't. It's not. I mean, there there are people who do it, and I understand it's it. It's a hobby. They're who, hobbyists, exactly. Yeah, they, they enjoy they enjoy the process of building the firearm, and they want to build a firearm. And you can still do that with a serialized firearm. You know, you can buy a receiver buy and build your whole lower. AR, yeah. You know, yeah, everything out. But they're they're wanting to do it from a eighty percent where they actually mill it, machine it, and you know, technically it, it's perfectly legal. Yes, you can do it. You're not supposed to sell it. You know, you're not you're not intent to create commerce, all that stuff. But they're wanting to change that definition. But they're making it sound like a national problem, and it's not. It's really not a national problem. Jesse from uh, Razorback is our guest. Uh, Mark, I don't know if you know this, but Jess and I go way back. Bikers for Babies, motorcycle <laughs> days. He is a true artist, custom motorcycle guy. And nice. now he's taking those talents, and he is supporting the Second Amendment. I invite everybody to go into Razorback Armory on Manchester Road next to the tennis store, uh, because you'll see the tennis uh, word. Uh, Ask for Carl. Je- hey, <laughs> Jess. Thank you so much, man. Uh, keep your foot on the gas, and uh, we will talk again real soon, okay? Hey, I appreciate it. You guys have a great yep. show. Thank See you. See you, Jess. Thanks. Thanks. Awesome. Okay, Mark, thank you so much for joining me on the program. Bo, my uh, pleasure, my friend. Thank uh, you. Were you, ner- were you nervous coming into this? Or? Oh, I didn't quite know what he to does, say. He has a se- one segment. <laughs> one segment's not the same as one show. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I love it. We got more time to talk 2A, baby. Yeah, That's exactly. awesome. And hunting and everything else. Uh, yeah, and uh, and we found out that uh, you are a camper, not a tent camper. <laughs> not uh, a tent camper. I'm not a tent camper. <laughs> I'm a couch camper. I'll sit on the, I'll lay on the couch. Anyway. I want to remind everybody to make sure you download the podcast exclusive of Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors because Tony Colombo is going to be on the very next one that drops. Have a great rest of your weekend, and thank you for listening. See you, boys. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.